It's time to raise the roof for our 63rd episode. Welcome, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Today, it is me, uh, Alex, that is, and Bree, uh, Evan and Gibby are unable to be on, but we can tell you uh, chats that we've had that everyone was very excited for Wander's debut, and uh, Gibby was at the game and probably went absolutely wild, as one would uh, when the top prospect in baseball is on your team and hits a home run. So no worries there. We have a lot to get into for this episode. Obviously, Wander made his debut. The Rays took two out of three from the Red Sox. They have a series this weekend against the Angels and some other things going on in the world of Major League Baseball. And I don't even know if we want to get into college baseball because the only thing I think NC, NC State's playing Vandy right now. And I think Virginia lost to Texas. Other than that, I don't know what else is going on. Yeah. So, and, and the draft combine is going on right now. MLB finally did a draft combine. So that's interesting. Uh, but Bree, how you doing? Um, you know, I got puked on by a child today. Oh. So yeah, we're, oh. we're out here <laughs> feeling good. Grinding. Very much so. I'm sorry. Yeah. Getting that bread. F's in the chat for Brie. When, when we put this out, F's yeah. in the chat for Brie. That is. Yes, please. Unfortunate. Yeah. So I think with the race series, it felt like at the start, it was going to be like if a kid puked on you and then uh, things got better as the series went on, which I think was, uh, I don't know if we expected it. I, I feel like I, I feel like we probably did, but we were also a little bit pessimistic because of the losing streak. But yeah, let's get into that. So the Rays took two out of three from the Red Sox yesterday's game. Oh boy, it was it was something. We'll we'll talk about that in just a second. But Bree, uh, what were your thoughts about the series? It was a great series, honestly. You know, I got a lot of heat in my mentions. First of all, for because the the loss, I said, you know, like. It was a loss and it sucks, but like I had more fun during this loss than all the ones last week. And people yeah. got so mad at me. They're like, no, it was worse. I'm like, I had fun because Wander made his debut. The trop was rocking. Like, obviously, yeah, it sucks to lose like that. But like, personally, it was significantly I, better. Yeah, I hated the walk off grand slam that should have been an out. Yeah. You know, like that one was my least favorite personally. But yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be upset about me saying that, Wander's debut was a terrible game like it wasn't a terrible game it was a great game and we lost but it was fun so yeah so that's that but the other two games um game two solid nothing really to say Hill did well bullpen did well bounce back start for Hill which was which was very good to see yeah it was just a good raise win that one just just solid and then game three is probably one of my favorite baseball games of the year if not top one because First of all, I like I this is gonna sound blasphemous, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't really like offense. I just don't like it, which is probably a product of me growing up a Rays fan. And that game was great if you hated offense. So I thought it was super funny that there wasn't a hit at all until like the fifth inning for either team. Um, I thought it was hilarious and awesome that Waka did as well as he did because I've been a Waka truther from the start. I get a bunch of crap for that too, but he shoved. So good for Michael Waka. Let's bring in Michael. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, Pavetta. He's on my fantasy team, so I couldn't be super mad about that. Um, he, he did awesome. He looked really good out there. But I mean, just great pitching performances. And then Manny Margot making stuff happen. You know, that was sick. Yeah, I, it was, I don't know. It was it just was, a super fun, very Rays-esque win. I was yes. honestly, with Glass now out, I was like, are we ever going to win a 1-0 game again? Because those are my favorites. Just, I love the 1-0 games. It's like, man, like, are we ever going to win a 1-0 game again? And then, of all people, Michael Waka and company delivered for me. So thank you. Uh, that was a great series. And I'm excited for the next one. Yeah, First place. I, I know. For, it, it feels good uh, to get back to first place. That So I agree with you. As as deflating as that 10th inning was, and that was, or no, it was the 11th inning. I mean, the 10th inning was also deflating too, because I don't know what Brett Phillips was doing on that play. Like, well, honestly, like, I, I don't know if I brought it up on the other podcast. I brought it up on Twitter, but like the game, the away games that we lost in extras, people were like, oh, you have to, but it's hard. That's not how you play extras when you're the away team which yeah. is a whole separate conversation because you can't just play for one run when you're the away team I know it's like well you have to get a run at least like I get that but your run expectancy actually decreases thank you to Sean on Twitter for pointing this out your run expectancy decreases by three percent if you have a guy on third with one out instead of a guy on second with no outs so 
interesting take there, but that's one reason why they don't punt. But when you're at home and you literally only need one run, I don't know why you don't punt there. But there was, I mean, I, like you got to trust Randy to swing the bat, I guess. But like, I don't know. Still, that in, and that that inning itself was so painful. After what they did in the half inning to get yeah. themselves the chance to win, I was like, what are you doing? This is terrible. I mean, they they had a lot of great defensive plays in this series. Uh, and in that 10th inning, they got bailed out in a big way um, with, with some great defensive plays. I mean, last night, same thing. They got bailed out. KK made the throw. Oh, my God. That was very, beautiful. Very that close. Was beautiful. Very close play at home plate, which freaked me out. Uh, and, of, and, of course, who else but Hunter Renfro to be the person to give us he's nightmares. He's the worst. I love him, but he's the worst. <laughs> he is the worst because – and I, I had a uh, – when I was on the Discord, the Rays Discord, which if you guys haven't joined it, you should definitely join it. We were having a conversation about about Renfro and his production with the Rays, and then one person was like, yeah, he was on pace for 30 home runs. And I was like, yeah, but he also batted 160 and wasn't that I – mean, like, Okay, so like Mike Zunino right now. But Zunino's been – in my opinion, Zunino's been more productive, and also he's in the catching position, and you that's don't true. necessarily expect that much production from a catcher. And yeah, Renfro is – Renfro's a power outfielder and has been known to hit for power, and it's yeah. – it, like it just blew my mind that like out of you know last year for some unknown reason he just didn't play well during the season and then this season it's been like a renaissance for him and he's back to what he was before yeah. I mean uh, a lot of guys are like that though I mean that is true Meadows, that is true Meadows is like that JD Martinez is like that last year is just a weird year so I can't That's really true. fault him for that I I like him a lot so I'm glad to see him you know doing well wish it wasn't on a division rivals team but that is that is 100 percent true yeah it's yeah that that was tough to see but yeah that was that was a great play and then the uh what was it the throwback to second the great tag by wander uh in that game as well i I forget what inning Mm -hmm. that was but that was a great play wander had some good plays uh in the field which was good yandy also dropped a pop-up so we need need to to get yandy yandy my man i'm trying to get you back on the list of players that i like but like it's really just not there he had a, not there. He he was at net zero for pop-ups because he caught one and then yeah. he dropped one. So not great. Uh we didn't we didn't mention um Taylor Walls to the IL. Yes, that is that that's breaks my heart because he's quickly becoming one of my favorites. Taylor's been great, but also I now we get to see Wander at short. I like him better at third. But that's just because I am so all in on Taylor Walls at short. No, but, I yeah, agree Wander's with you. I'm great. just saying that, like now, yeah. now we have the opportunity to see Wander at short, which is good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Lau hit a home run, which I was happy to see. Meadows had a home run. Uh, Zunino hit a home run, all in that second game. Obviously, yesterday's game was just chaotic, and I was like, it was beautiful. It, I, I was, I mean, I can like, I don't know what happened to Nick Pavetta because he was, he was a failed Phillies pitching experiment. Like he was, he wasn't good with the Phillies, just objectively not good with the Phillies. And it seems like this year in particular, it's been like a renaissance for him. Uh, yeah. And he's been good. He's been um, good. And, and I was just like, where, where was this at? Like I watched him, I watched him being, living in the Philadelphia area. I watched him on the TV when my parents would want to watch and my family would want to watch Phillies games. I watched him and he just wasn't good. Just objectively not good. And I was like, okay, this came out of nowhere, whatever. <laughs> I mean, the Phillies could have used that in a big way because, I mean, having Vince Velasquez as one of your starters is not an ideal situation for anyone. For anyone, but yeah, so that was crazy to see. Obviously, that first game, just oh my god, Wander Franco, holy, just holy shit. Yeah. I, I mean, the walk. Yeah, to we start need to spend some hilarious. time on this. We need to yeah. spend some time on Wander's debut. Yeah. The, the we, we kind of just skimmed over it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, this is the. I mean, this is the time to talk about it. The walk to start was hilarious. Because I was like, I was like, he's already getting the respect of pitchers. Well, I mean, didn't he start down 0-2? He did start down one? 0-2, yeah. I mean, and they were relatively close pitches too. I he had a good the eye. one thing I do like about offense, my my favorite thing about offense is great plate discipline. So like love the Taylor Walls, the Wander Franco, like mm-hmm. give that to me. Give me the walks. I love it. So I was so excited to see that. Yeah, that was good. And then, you know, next at bat. I was, and I was just like, I, I think, uh, again, I was on the discord and sometimes people find out things before I find it out. <laughs> so like they put home run and I was like, no, 
no, there's no way. There's you're lying to me. And then he hit it. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. There's no way that he just hit a home run. I was, I was in, I mean, like the way that I'm describing how I felt about it, is that similar to how you felt when it happened? Oh yeah. I mean, I, you know, cause there, I was a little bit concerned. Obviously he's a great player, but like there was just so much hype around his debut and the trop was like really full for a weekday game. And, you know, I was, all eyes were kind of on the Rays this game and specifically on Wander. I was like, man, like, I hope he does something like, I, cause I mean, him being here is good enough, but like, if he went like over four, like it would have been fine over four with a walk. Like it would have been fine. Like he's still here and he's still obviously a great player. It's his debut. You can't expect him to bust right out of the gates, but lo and behold, he did. He put on a show and I think it was very fitting for what we're going to see with his time in a Rays uniform. And the trop was absolutely chaotic. Um, love seeing that support. A lot of people said that that was the loudest that they've ever heard it. And and I, I don't know if it was as loud as when, you know, when the play happened in game four uh, in, in 2019. No, but... listen, game, this is probably the loudest it ever was for a regular season game. I mean, playoffs, that place is like really packed and they open the upper duck and everything. So playoffs, no, but yeah, I mean, for a regular season game, especially on a weeknight, that's just absurd. It was definitely, for sure, it was definitely up there. And that wasn't, I mean, people were into it. Like, like that's, see, see, that makes me happy because I know that people care. Like, like by that, if people are showing up to a weekday game, knowing how bad the traffic is trying to get there, knowing, you know, like, like knowing the circumstances around, around the entire situation, the fact that people came and people came in, in considerable numbers and it was, it was packed and it was electric. I mean, that helps in a big way. Yeah. I I I know that helps in a big way. Yeah, seeing that, I was going to sound like a dork, but honestly, I was like a little bit emotional because just so many people actually care. And to finally see it all culminate in this one moment around this one player that is probably going to be a cornerstone of this franchise for a while. Like, it just in my mind, it felt like a little bit of a turning point for us as an organization. And No, it's a new era, to be honest. I I, I 100% agree that it's a new era from that point. And also in that, I think I saw that like Ray's radio numbers were up like 350%. Yeah, that's insane. I'm sure that like TV ratings went went absolutely nuts to watch that. I mean, when MLB put out all those tweets about it, they went crazy. Like our tweets about it went crazy. I mean, he's like, he is a, he has the potential and has already shown it to be like, like what Bree just said, a cornerstone player. And I also think, didn't we hear that like there was stuff going on with like Ray's front office possibly meeting with like people to try to figure out stuff with the stadium and it's just like perfect yeah, timing. Let, let's not go too much into that because we no, don't no, 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 exactly we don't need what's to. going on. But, I like, mean, we don't need to, but it's just fun. There is some, there's, I, I didn't have hope before and I have hope again. So I'm, I don't know, I'm really excited. I think we're going in a good direction. I mean- Wander, Wander's the big one, but like he is far from the last of this like new core, I guess you could call it. Um, you know, it's kind of like Randy McClanahan. You could throw Fleming in there, Wander, Walls, and then guys still coming. You have Bruhan, obviously, is going to be the next Josh big Lowe. one. Josh Lowe, Patino's in there. We still got, you know, Joe Ryan, Strotman. They're all down there. Padlow. Like these guys are going to start coming. I mean, I don't know how many of them are. I mean, I don't know what trades are going to go down because, you know, some of those are good trade candidates that we don't exactly have room for at the moment. But, mm. like, there are a lot of guys still coming, and we should be really excited. I can't wait for Bruhan personally. Bruhan's so um, good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm as excited for Bruhan as I am for Josh Lowe because I feel like if – like, and this is I'm no – I'm not going to lie. I'm way more excited for Bruhan. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. Um, but in my eyes – I think that if they bring up low, then that means that something's going to happen with Kiermaier. And I understand that Kiermaier is, is, is valuable to this franchise. I also think that there's going to be a time coming up soon that the Rays need to move on. And I, I think, and I think having a guy like, like low in the outfield who can hit 
which is the biggest thing. Like he's a good fielder, but he can hit too. And the Rays having a guy who can actually hit in center field is going to help out in a big way. Because if you, I mean, I'm trying to think of like what it would look like, because I know that you were saying that Bruhan might play in the outfield. I think Bruhan's going to be in the outfield. Bruhan's going to be. I don't think as a center fielder. I think he's going to be a corner outfield guy. Um, so then would they keep Margot in center field and then just figure out what the well, what to do? I think it would be Phillips, honestly. He's just the best defensively. I mean, eventually at some point if they need to, they could like go with Margot and move on from Phillips. But I think that's a good platoon with Phillips and Margot out there. Just have them to rotate in center. And then, I mean, we just have so many. Honestly, I could see them moving on from Kiermaier even without bringing Josh Lowe up. Because, um, like, we've seen they've started putting Lau in the outfield just a couple times. He was in the lineup um, in the outfield, like, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. One of those two days before Walls was scratched. But then, you know, Walls was scratched and he moved back to second. Um, So I think if they're willing to start putting Lau out there more, I mean, our outfield's already pretty full and you're adding Lau into that mix. Then, you know, I think that kind of indicates that somebody's about to go. Because, like, we were thinking they were going to trade an infielder. But what they could do is just move Lau out to outfield on a more regular basis and trade an outfielder. That would yeah, be the and, same thing, essentially. And then what they ended up doing instead was just moving Wyatt Matheson out. And then he was, I think he went to the Mariners, right? Yeah. I mean, I still think a move with the big league team is coming because we just have too many, honestly. We just have too many infielders. But, I mean, that's that could be solved by either trading an infielder or demoting an infielder, whatever you want to do, or move Lau out to outfield and trade or demote an outfielder. Either one works. That's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot of good things, a lot of positives to take from this series now that it's over and we can and we can talk about it. Um, some good pitching performances. I know, I know, you know, the first game of the series, I think Yarbs was on the mound, right? Yeah, Yarbs yeah. struggled a lot. But I mean, you almost, you almost wonder, like, his past few games where he's actually started. Well, I mean, I guess you can't say his one against the White Sox was like, good. But like, I mean, we almost won that one. Like, it he gave up a lot of runs, but so did their guy. So, like, I almost feel like, eh. But, you know, this time he really wasn't sharp. But I feel like for the most part, he's been doing better lately than he was to start the season. Um, he's been better as a starter recently. And they had him opening again this time. I mean, following an opener this time. So, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, or maybe, you know, maybe he just wasn't on that day. Every pitcher has that. Are we, are we officially now at the part of this at the part of, of Ryan Yarbrough's character arc where where we should be advocating for him starting instead of opening? I'm advocating for him starting. Absolutely. Wow. What a role reversal. That's I, a 180 yeah. from what I – and he has been pitching much better as a starter uh, in recent well, games. I think one thing that people miss, because, like, obviously his splits um, as a starter versus a uh, following a bolt guy earlier in the season were pretty, like, egregiously in favor of him being a bolt guy however people don't realize Snyder and Cash and Neander they want to maximize his value and they're making adjustments constantly throughout the season so yes his splits his numbers could be something but they could I mean one adjustment could make him good as a starter again which is I think what happened made an adjustment he was good as a starter again people were all like why is he starting he's so much better as a bolt guy well they're making adjustments. They're trying to maximize his value for their own production or increasing his trade value. So, I mean, either way, he's he has more value as a starter if he's capable of doing that. So if they can make those adjustments to, you know, really make him effective in that role, then they're going to do it. And for the most part, they did. I mean, this was a bad, bad game, but I don't know. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, sorry, I was the, I was watching the Phillies game. Uh, Alvarado's pitching right now, and he just tried to throw a ball. A comebacker came to him that went like 27 miles an hour, and he tried to throw it to Reese Hoskins, who has sunglasses on top of his hat, like every other major leaguer does, because apparently wearing sunglasses is, is stupid, and literally is in the sun. And uh, Alvarado threw the ball high and went over his glove, and it looked like Hoskins couldn't see the ball because he's in the sun even though he's wearing sunglasses literally on the brim of his hat and I don't know if that like I just want to talk about that for a second like how frustrating is that to see because I swear to god baseball players are so stupid sometimes because you just just put on the sunglasses like it avoids so many problems I don't get it yeah tough scene yeah I don't so disappointing game two Hill looked pretty good bounce back start for him like you said 
um his stuff is so nasty <laughs> like i don't understand also um his some, individual pitches were just insane the uh some of the other good pitching performances in this series McHugh still looks insanely good i don't get it i'm never gonna get it but it's fine he's looked really good really happy that that rasmussen came back um mm-hmm. looked looked really good yesterday uh whistlers looked good so far yep. which has been Fire very Eisen kind of bounced back yes yeah there have been some there have been some good bullpen performances uh and then pete got screwed over again in extra innings well to be fair i feel like our whole bullpen is a little bit gassed pete had a great 10th inning like really 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 good he got that out at home plate mm-hmm. we got out of a really tough jam in the 10th then you know they sent him out for the 11th and it just kind of fell apart but yeah the 10th inning was so good that i almost want to be like okay pete there you go i see you yeah, i'll give him that i mean it was good but I don't know why they decided. I, I guess it's because they didn't really have a lot of options, so they just had well, to. It's because, yeah, I mean, they had Hill going the next day, and they don't know what they're going to get out of him when, you know, he's been struggling his past two starts. I mean, he did well yeah. this time, but still so again, to come again, in Pete six. was left out to dry. I yeah. feel like he's being left out to dry. I just he is, but I also think it's because he's one of the ones that can handle it. To be honest with you. Like if you look, if you listen to his post-game interviews, he'll just be like, yeah, man, I got to attack the zone more. Like I hate the extra rating rule. It sucks, but he's not sitting there like, you know, deeply. Sometimes you see pictures after they like screw up like that and they're just so down. Pete's just like, yeah, man, I got to be better. This sucks. Well, that's good. Great shooter. That's, I mean, that's good to see, but still, I I don't want him to be, I like, I don't want him to continue to be in those situations because this is now, I mean, he's been in those situations so much now. Uh, in, in the well, he wouldn't game. have been if the offense could have scored one run. But that's that is. We true. would just be talking about how great he did in the tenth if they scored a run. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Well, good things came from that series, which is the most important thing, obviously. The Rays. Michael Walker did really well. Just going to mention it again. Yes, he Michael Walker did well. That was yeah. I, that was a good start from him. It was great to see. I'm all very, the haters. I'm very haters, happy that he had a good a message back to you. He heard all of you hating on him. And he said, you know what? He funneled his energy. Boom. He took the haters energy and he funneled it. Yeah. I would but, love if that could continue. Like, I really hope it wasn't a fluke because I, I have just been on his bandwagon this whole time. And so I want to see him succeed, but. As long as he can be serviceable, that's the most important thing. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Well, um, I think with that being said, uh, we are going to take a quick break. Then we're going to talk about the Angel series and some other things that have been going on in the world of baseball on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. We have a lot of things to talk about in this in this last segment before wrapping things up. Uh, let's start off with talking about, well, also, update with the Phillies-Mets game. You know that stupid play by Hoskins. It cost the Phillies a run. It's now 1-1 in the eighth inning. Uh, so, again, baseball players, if you're listening, which I know that a lot of you are, or everyone in baseball is listening to this episode right now, which is not true, but I want it to be true. Wear your stupid sunglasses if it's sunny outside. That's why you have sun. That's what sunglasses were designed for. This is not some crazy concept here. I'm I'm Captain Obvious. I work for Hotels.com. This is this is come on it's easy easy stuff to easy stuff to process in your mind. Let's talk about this Angel series. The last time the Rays played the Angels, they swept the Angels four game series in Anaheim. Great four game sweep for the Rays. Now the Angels return for the other half or other uh, you know the second series. They all. all teams that aren't in the AL least play two series a year. So now this is the series where the angels come to the trap and they're without Mike Trout. So that was something I, did they have trout the first series or no? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because glass now blew I only know that because glass now struck him out and it was beautiful. Yep. I 100% remember that. Now they're both out. So yay. Yay. (laughs) Terrible, terrible news. Yeah. So now the Rays, so the Rays lost glass now and this time and the angels lost trout. And the Angels also gained, um, I mean, Otani was already good at this point, but now Otani's like on another level of good. And he's now a home run derby participant. But so we gained cool. Wander. We did so, gain Wander and the Angels gained... A soul for a soul. <laughs> yeah, a soul for a soul. What are you expecting out of this series? I have no idea what to expect. It depends on which Rays show up. I mean, it's one of those things. The Rays are probably the better team. Not even probably, they are the better team. Um, the Angels have pretty good offense when they want to but like if you look at their offense i guess they're not that good they just have the big names so otani and rendon 
yeah, I, Walsh is pretty. Oh, Jared Walsh, Walsh as well. Yeah. Um, he went to Jared. I remember that call of his home run was very funny, but. Um, Other than that, though, I mean, like yeah. Taylor Ward. Justin David Upton. Fletcher. He's been day to day. I don't know if he's starting today. Okay. He was swinging the bat really well, but then he got hurt, and now he's kind of like day to day, not on the injured list, but not playing type deal. Okay. Well, uh, what's the pitching matchups? Remind me of those for this series. Today we have Kittredge. Uh, I think it's a Kit, Kit Fleming combination. That's who I was like, is it Yarbrough? Okay. No, it's Kittredge Fleming combo okay. today versus I think it's Alex Cobb. Oh God. Um, yeah, Alex Cobb, who's been he's had a really good season. Um, I love Cobber. He's one of my I was gonna say one of my favorite former Rays, but pumping all, all pumping, former Rays are my favorite. <laughs> pumping. A, I mean, that's not a hundred percent true because there's one guy whose name starts with A and his last name starts with H. We don't like him. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Oh, wait, I guess Cobb is tomorrow. Who's pitching tonight? <laughs> let me. Oh, wait, wait, was Andrew Heaney? Is that who it was? Here, let me go check this. Canning. It's Canning tonight. Griffin Canning so, tonight. Okay. So we got Kit Flem versus Canning. And then tomorrow it is Cobb McClanahan. That's okay. going to be a good matchup. That should That'll be, be fun. fun to watch. It's a power righty versus wait, just Cobb. Isn't, isn't that the I mean, second time that they've Cobb. faced off this season, if I'm not mistaken? I have no idea. Because I remember there being something with like a guy not like a guy getting released from the Rays or something like that. And then whatever pick they got from whatever that was, they then used to pick McClanahan. And I swear to God, it was Cobb. So like, if I this mean, is, maybe. if this is the second time that they're facing off here, right, give me a sec. I can go check that. And then um, here, give, give us the third uh, what, Sunday's matchup. Sunday, Sunday, it'll be Sandoval versus Yarbs. Pa- uh, what, Patrick Sandoval, right? Yes. Okay. Should be, it's, it's a, so three lefties and the Rays just, I don't think I've seen a team with as many lefty starters as the Rays like ever. It's happened. I think who the Red Sox have in 2018. I think they were pretty lefty heavy. I have no clue. Could be completely wrong. I right, just go, pulled that out of thin air. So uh, don't quote the, me on that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just checking out Cobb McClanahan because I swear Alex Cobb versus Shane. Yeah, they yeah they they pitched earlier this season. I have Cobb Patino. Oh, Cobb! Wait, yours says Cobb, I thought you said Cobb McClanahan. It's Cobb Mc, it's Cobb McClanahan for this, but it's Cobb Patino for May fourth. I have unless oh that is oh it was McClanahan and Patino as a tandem start. Okay, but yeah yeah uh, McClanahan did pitch in that game. So wow, that's okay. That's extremely weird because usually you'll have like same pitching matchups for like divisional games. But not for an, uh, but not for a non-divisional game. That's really weird. I mean, it'll be different this time because McClanahan's like a real starter and not like yeah. a tandem thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. This is, uh, it's still weird. Though. Yeah. Like, like that's very strange. But okay, so that's um, should be decent pitching matchups. Uh, what are you expecting? I mean, I mean, you already kind of said it, but uh, what Rays team do you think is going to show up in this series? I think. I think the Rays are going to win the series. I don't know about a sweep, but I also don't know which one they'd lose because, like, honestly, they're all relatively favorable. But, um, yeah, I mean, should be fun. I love the Angels. I always make an effort to go see them when they're in town just because, I mean, usually I go for Trout, but now I'm going for Otani. So I'll be there tomorrow. Um, It's my mom's birthday present. Happy birthday, Mom. Uh, uh, Yeah, I'm excited to see Sugar Shane again now that he's kind of back on track. See what he can do to Mr. Otani. Um, sad we're not seeing Otani pitch this series, but maybe it's for the best. I mean, we got to see Otani pitch last series, so that was fun. I mean, he did carve up the Rays, but like still. So good, man. (laughs) He he is really. Last last time I watched the Angels in the Trop, he hit a cycle and I didn't even care because I was like, oh, that's nice. But like now he's the Shohei Otani we know and love today. And like, I saw his cycle. I wish I appreciated it more when it happened, but Hey, you can still appreciate it now. I mean, I mean, yeah. think think about the think about the now part of it instead of thinking about what it. Yeah, but like I don't even remember that much. I just remember being there, like, oh, cool, he got a cycle. <laughs> like, it's still cool. Yeah, it's still it's still very cool. But yeah, it's so funny because the Angels are like one of. I mean, the Angels have been one of those teams where you go really for one player, and like you said, that one player was Trout before, but now Trout's hurt, uh, and Otani's become that guy, and. Mm-hmm. The Angels are still going to be, and it's funny because it's so true. The Angels are going to win anywhere between 75 to 80 games. And it just, they're they're hovering around 500 now. They they might sneak over a little bit. Okay. I said 75 to 80. 
I'd give them 75 to 85. Yeah. I think that's a good range. No, I, I, I can't. I, I can't do that because they've consistently been like a 77 to 85 team for the last couple of years. And it's yeah, just hilarious. Before Shohei was awesome. I mean, I guess, but they also had Trout who was in, you know, like he's, they had other guys. Back eventually. I know. I, I, I can't personally speaking, I can't give them more than 75 to 80. Like, 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 if they're going to be a team that hovers around 500, they'll hover around 500, and then they'll go, like, 80 to 82. I'm, I'm going to take the over on 75, I think. No, I'll take the over on it, but I just don't – like, I can't take the over on them finishing up. Like, I'll go under 500, but, like, barely under 500. That's fair. Because I just they've, – they've proved literally nothing to me. They're, they're the yeah. exact same – even with an insanely good Otani, they're the exact same team that they were before. Like, nothing in my mind has changed about them. They still need pitching. They, they, uh, they have big names, but what? Did you, did you get the notification? Oh, God. What? <laughs> Shohei just hit a home run. He was the leadoff hitter. Wait, are the Ra- – oh. They're on right now. Like <laughs> – Shohei bomb. You know, this is a Shohei Otani podcast. So um congrats, <laughs> Shohei. Don't do it again. Don't do it again, please. Um I mean like I can't be too angry. I, I do love Shohei. He's awesome. He's so, so so is that twenty how many is that now? 23, 24. He's got a lot. Oh he man. Lot. I completely forgot that the game started. I was like, oh, the game started. Oh wait. <laughs> you were like, you're like, what what notification? Wait, did like someone get hurt? Did did like and then you said that. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Why is he betting lead off? He's a baller. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just like in my mind, he's he's a two or a three hitter. It's not a yeah. I mean, the Angels got the Angels got no one else on the offense that's like gonna go crazy for me. So might as well just put Otani at the top. Let him let it let him lead off. Yeah, it should be. Um, what are the keys to the series? How are we? What are we thinking? Other than the fact of keeping Otani in the park. Which yeah, that's was, what I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> way to blow that in the first batter of the game. Yeah. Um. That honestly, something for me, I'd really like to see. I don't know how long Kit's going to be in um, today. Probably not that long after he gave a home run. I mean, it could be one of those things where it's just like a one and then he settles in. I mean, Shohei's a good hitter. It could have been a very good pitch for all I know. But um, I would like to see the starters get some depth because our bullpen is still pretty gassed, even with the addition of Rasmussen. I mean, right. so I'd like to see – he. yeah, Kit's only at six pitches, so it was okay. probably just a – but, um, oh, yeah, I'd like to see Kit get like – an inning or two. I mean, I know he kind of, he opened for Yarbs, I think, too, not too long ago. So he's probably not going to be in there for too, too long. Um, and then I'd like to see Flum get some depth and have, you know, he's been kind of struggling a little bit. Um, let's see. McClanahan. I want to see him go deep. Like, not like deep, deep, but like, I would love to see seven innings from him. I think when he's you said that, I was like, wait, he's going to hit a home run. <laughs> yeah, that was like, no. And I was like, no, he doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, that works. But, Dan McClanahan, um, noted home run hitter. Yeah, I don't know if. I mean, how much do the Angels strike out? I feel like it's a lot, right? I don't know like off the top of, of my head. Hitters. But they also have a lot of guys that are like contact guys. Yeah. So I feel like they're. I, I feel like they're like they're not crazy when it comes to you know scoring runs at times and necessarily hitting for average, but they're also. Gary like, Walsh has a two ninety two average. Go off, oh. King. Not right now, though. <laughs> not right now. Um. Yeah, so McClanahan, I think it's probably going to either have a really good start or a really rough one. Hopefully it's the good one. I would like a good one, honestly, yeah. 100%. And then for Yarbs, I'd just like to see a bounce back from him because last time was kind of a throwaway start. So, yeah, that's so pretty much it. Keep the I'm not offen- really concerned about the offense, to offense. be honest with you. Offense is, hasn't been bad. Offense hasn't yeah, been like bad. it's been like, I know obviously it wasn't good last night and it struggles at some point, but I mean, for the most part, even in the past week of the losing streak, they've been scoring like five runs with pretty good consistency. If our pitching pitches to their ability, they're going to win almost all of those games, you know? That's true. That's true. I'm echoing the same sentiment. Offense, just, you know, keep on keeping on, do, do, do what you've been doing. Uh, Pitching, hopefully they can bounce back and just do what they did against the Red Sox, which was good, except for Yarb's start, which wasn't great. Except for Otani's home run, keep him in the ballpark. Clearly, he heard us recording this podcast as he was stepping up to the plate at Tropicana Field because he's definitely oh, wearing no. Oh, God, did it get worse? Yeah. Did Walsh just hit a home run? Take another guess. Oh, God, was it David Fletcher? Another one. Rendon? Yes. So is it so is it three nothing now or two nothing? Two. Just oh. two. They're both solo and he's got two outs. So I mean Jesus. Just just sucks. Bro, this is Ooh. okay. So keep 
the bats in the freaking ballpark. God, listen to me, Kit. I know you have a nice catch by the fan, though. Whoever caught that, shout out to you. I'm sure you're listening. Also, shout out to um, uh, Rowan. Rowan? Yeah, Rowan, Rowan? the guy who caught uh, caught Wanderers. That was a good catch. That was 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 a very good catch. Hopefully, we'll get him on the pod soon. Yeah, just briefly, for all of you people, say he should have gotten more for that. Kit is 15 and he's there because he, he loves probably, the Rays. He probably got more. Well, he got like a signed bat. He got two signed hats, a signed ball, and he got to meet him. I mean, like people were like, you, I wouldn't have taken that back for anything less than like $2,000. And I'm like, that's... Oh, I would have. I mean, in that, I probably would have asked for, for tickets for the rest of the year, to be honest. It's his first home run. He's 20 years old. Give him his freaking ball. No, no, no. As in like this, like I would have given him the ball, but I'm just saying like, along with the stuff that he got, I also would have asked for tickets because I I mean, I mean, we could have like, you're going to haggle. You want this 15 year old to haggle with the Rays. No, I would have just said sign balls. I mean, I I, would have said sign ball, signed bat, and then season ticket, and then tickets for the rest of the year. I wouldn't ask for the sign hats. The sign hats are pretty cool. I don't know if he asked for, I think it's just what he was offered. I don't think he asked for anything. He should have asked for tickets for a couple games. (laughs) I mean, they could have, they, they could have afforded to put him in. I mean, I just, Ample space. I would have just given it for whatever they offered because, like, I don't know. It's his first game. I want to make him feel welcome at the Trop. I know it's not going to hurt him to give anything more, but, like, I don't know. Just. I mean, it would have been nice. I would have been like, happy with what I got. It would, it would have been nice to say, like, hey, can I, like, go to a couple more games? Like, can I get some tickets? <laughs> I think, isn't that kid from Fort Myers, though? I think he just made the trip up specifically to see Wander. Oh. Uh, it's pretty far. Well, then, well, then that I could makes be sense. wrong, but. Yeah, I, I, I would have, I like, I would have tried to include tickets in there personally for myself, just because, like, I mean, it would have avoided me having to pay for them. So I, I don't know. I would have just harder. been happy I got to meet him. But honestly, what I, he I got understand. was pretty cool. What he yeah. got was pretty cool. So, so you said two signed baseballs, a signed hat, and a bat. I think it was a signed ball, two signed hats, and a bat. Why I could two, be wrong. But why two hats? <laughs> I don't know. Were but, they like worn by Wander, or was it just like raised hats? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we have to have him on the pod to find out. Yes, we will. Hopefully, we're gonna get but, we're gonna get him on soon. Yeah. That's the most important thing. But yeah, so hopefully this Angel series will go better than the two home runs that just happened in the first inning. News around baseball: uh, Phillies just got walked off by the Mets. <laughs> Lowell Reese Hoskins, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Bad luck. Uh, also in this game, uh, Aaron Nola tied the major league record for most consecutive strikeouts, uh, which was That's 10. Cool. He tied uh, that record was first set by Tom Seaver in 1970. I believe it was from what I saw. So it's kind of cool that he did it against the Mets at City Field. I think they play on like Tom Seaver way or something like that. So it was just like cool that everything kind of lined up like that. But yeah, uh, Nola becomes the second guy ever to do that. So that's awesome. Then he got screwed over by his bullpen because they lost and probably got a no decision. So that sucks, but still got 10 Ks in a row. So that's cool. Let's see. Uh, last night, uh, the Cubs no hit the Dodgers uh, successfully. Uh, the Rays were not no hit successfully because they won and didn't get no hit. Didn't I see they had eight walks in that game? Cubs yeah, pit- the Dodgers walked eight times. So, a la Edwin Jackson, no hitting the Rays back in 2010, who had eight walks and six strikeouts and threw 150 pitches. Mm -hmm. The Cubs walked eight guys and the Dodgers still could score. It's crazy because all the other teams that have been no hit, I mean, aside from if you count the Braves, because they're like pretty good, but... I mean, you've got the Mariners who, I mean, they were great against us, but like, they're not a great offensive team as a whole. And then who else has it been? The Rangers and the Tigers. The Rangers. I think it's the Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland was in there? Okay. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah. Last night I was like, is it Detroit or Cleveland? But it was Cleveland. So, um. Yeah, the Dodgers are not one of those teams. The Dodgers no, have like seven all stars in their lineup and like, like three MVPs. <laughs> they literally have literally three MVPs. literally three MVPs: Pujols, Bellinger, and Betts. Yeah. So wow. I mean, that's that's hilarious. Um, and it's even funnier because Jock Peterson is on the Cubs. They gave him his ring before the game. Also that kind of also that interview from his brother Champ on yeah, uh, that's good. Uh, that was that was really cool. Shout out to Champ, the best. 
Yeah, so that's yeah. the seventh. So that's the seventh official one. Eight yeah. counting the unofficial no seven inning no hitter from Baumgartner. Mm-hmm. I think doesn't that tie the the modern day record for most no hitters in a season? And it's June. I have no idea. I remember it being seven or eight. So there's been so there was yeah like they're close. This is they're gonna break it. I mean they. I mean you would think it's June unless somehow pitching just sucks for the rest of the season and there's no no hitters. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, that's in so yeah seven now through two wait almost three months of baseball. Wow, that's that that's incredible. So shout out to the Cubs. Shout out to Zach Davies. Yeah, pretty cool. That that is really cool. And um, how funny would it have been though if both of the World Series teams last year got combined no hit the same one day, night on the that same would have been day? Hilarious! No, I, mean, I would have been in pain. I would have been like, "Why does this have to happen?" I, I feel like a strange brotherhood with the, the Dodgers. I can't explain it. I just feel like we have so much in common with them, but so little at the same time. I agree. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. I hundred percent. Like they have all the money and all the MVPs, but I feel like outside of that, we are but, so but, similar. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they do things literally the exact same way because they have a guy who literally came from the Rays as their GM, so it makes sense. There are a lot of race connections there, so there are. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. interesting. I yeah, that's I, I agree with you on that. It's weird. Like there are a lot of similarities, but there are also a lot of differences. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Doesn't make sense, but such as such as baseball. Let's see what else. Uh, Pete, Pete, sorry, Pete Alonso is the next player to announce that he is going to compete in the Home Run Derby. Um, Gators legend. 2019 Home Run Derby champ Pete Alonso. So uh, while, while Vlad uh, denied his in- invitation, uh, Pete Dad. accepted it. Yeah, it's, I, I understand what Vlad did. I got nothing. I mean, I I'm get se- it. But like at the same time, as a selfish fan, baseball, <laughs> I make see baseball him just good. absolutely smash baseballs out of course. It's just, okay. Alonzo can still do that. So that's going to be fun. He so, can. And Shohei can too. So Shohei can too. And he's going to do it from the left side. So he might actually hit one out of like the part that no one thought was going to be physically possible to hit one out. Oh. So, so, so far, those are the only two guys that have been confirmed as summer derby participants, uh, Otani and Alonzo. Um, we will hopefully find out who else gets selected in the coming days. Don't know who's going to get selected. Uh, but oh. What happened? G-Man just hit a rocket. It was foul, but it was a good, good barrel. We do love G-Man. I'm trying to think of what else is. Oh, the um, uh, this week Major League Baseball started doing the substance sticky substance checks. Man, Joe Girardi absolutely <laughs> loves to. He like he knew exactly what he was doing when when he did that. He knew he was going to piss off Scherzer. Like, well, I actually I saw some kind of breakdown and I started understanding. Um, kind of it wasn't just him being a jerk which is what I thought it was initially but I guess he had been the first two times he was checked it was just like a normal between innings thing I think yeah the third time it was in the middle of the inning but I guess um, Girardi brought it up because he Scherzer started taking off his hat and running his fingers through his hair but like before every hit or every pitch even something crazy like that and so he was like well he wasn't doing that before can we like look and see if he's got anything in his hair it was just sweat because sweat and rosin makes it sticky but like yeah can't outlaw sweat so i mean i get both sides kind of i think girardi didn't need to scream about it but like i get why he asked for it but he definitely didn't need to make it as big of a deal as he did yeah but yeah so that incident happened with scherzer in philadelphia and then uh sergio romo just with like like nothing nothing provoked that he just did it on his own he's Uh, just like this is stupid and just Oh uh, yeah, it was, pants, baby. Yes, that was hilarious. Otani was like, Otani was like so cute when he did it. He was just like laughing. Like, it, is that a weird thing to say? What? So like, no, so no, like, he was when, adorable. Yeah, yeah, he was. Otani like, is the most adorable <laughs> player in baseball right now, and like there are a lot of them, but he is just so cute and yeah, sweet. He was just, he was just like <laughs> laughing when it was going on. He was like, okay, I'm gonna do everything. It's it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was a lot of fun to see from his end. Other guys, I mean, like when when it when it happened to Degrom, he was like, "Come on, man!" Like like, mm-hmm. why? And then well, he was uh, like the first one too. Yeah, yeah, that's why it was funny because he was just like, "You got to be kidding me! Why am I doing this?" Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought it was now... gonna. Oh wait, sorry, my bad. 
I was just going to bring up, you know, the new Glass Now Rose rotation came out today. Go check that out if you haven't, because it's another, I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen some clips and it seems like one of the better ones he's done. Spicy. They're always good. He talks about the sticky stuff and Rose asks him about it. And Glass Now brings up how he laughed for 20 minutes when he saw Sergio Robo do the thing that he did. <laughs> um, he's like, that was hilarious. He said that it's just weird. Rich Hill also said, he's like, you know, they're making us undo our belts in front of like everyone watching which is weird which i yeah. agree with um but that is a little what bit else weird. Did last time say? oh diego castillo he got yeah. his hat taken away because the umpires thought it had sticky stuff on it but it Glassnow was just like was discoloration saying, right it was like wear and tear because it's an old hat like he uses the same hat all the time yeah but chris rose asked him about it and glass now was like yeah and this was really insightful actually i didn't know this but he goes yeah castillo has never used sticky stuff stuff in his life because that's not his pitches aren't about spin like he doesn't he's like a sinker guy he was saying like sinker slider so he just doesn't use sticky stuff and glass and i was like that's hilarious because he's one of the guys who literally has never used it and he got his taken away and he's like it was literally sweat on his hat because like you get sweaty when you play baseball obviously and a lot of pitchers sure. have that take where they grab their hats even if there's nothing on they just always are adjusting their hats yeah He's like, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit ridiculous. He said all the guys in the dugout like touched it to see, and he's like, it wasn't even really like sticky. But well, and then and then like the uh, who was the guy on the Orioles, the knuckleballer who got checked? Like, oh yeah, he doesn't <laughs> use spin. Like <laughs> the whole point of the knuckleball. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Cespedes family barbecue that like they're like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the dude's like, if I'm doing my job right, then there should be like no spin on this baseball. <laughs> oh my god, what happened? Um, whoever's in left field for the Angels just completely botched a catch. Oh. And so Wander Franco got a, I don't know if it's going to be a double or a single with an error or maybe just an error. Any run scored or no? Yes. Yandy scored. Woo. So it's 2-1. No outs. Yeah. 2-1. No outs. Man on second and third. Let's go. Big stuff. boy, Wander. Wander. What a job. Big man's. What else was I going to say? Oh, we mentioned it briefly earlier, but Taylor Walls on the 10-day IL with, you know, wrist soreness. He got a cortisone shot. Should be a minimal stay. He said he normally could, like if it was the playoffs, he'd play through it. But like, there's no reason to right now. So he's mm. just going to rest. Should be good to go in 10 days. Should be good. Hoping for the best for him. I mean, that should be fine. Yeah, he should be fine. I did want to, I wanted to mention the play that happened in the Diamondbacks game, which went on Twitter, the one where... Vogelbach like pulled something in his leg as he was rounding third base oh, and the ball got thrown into the and, and and the ball got thrown into whoever the yeah. infielder was and they had no clue what was going on in Vogel like I I honest like they were confused they had no clue what was going on they they oh what happened wait also Meadows singled in the bottom of the first two runner score Woo, it's three two I need to go post stuff about this after they did call Meadows out at second, but it might be Damn a it. play. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. But I, they, pro- whoever that infielder was in the Diamondbacks probably thought that time was called or something like that. Like he was confused. Everyone on the yeah, field was, was confused. confused, and no one knew what was going Except on. Except the catcher. The catcher knew what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> the pitcher too. They were like, bro, also, throw the ball. Also, shout out to Vogelbach for 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 still yeah. scoring. Like, good for him. But I was just like, I was. There, uh, in my mind, I was like, "There's no way that the Diamondbacks can be this bad and clueless. Like, they have to be aware of what's going on." I don't care about sportsmanship and all that stuff. Like, when you're, pl- I don't think it was sportsmanship. To be honest yeah, with yeah. Like, like with all this stuff, regardless, like I really probably, don't think it was intentional. But <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Like, he definitely, with what happened, he definitely would have been like, like had they known, they would have tagged him out, or they should have just called the play dead because the dude pulled off. Yeah, I was so confused by that play, but I was like, "Yeah, that's probably the synopsis of the Diamondbacks' season in one play." Yeah. I gotta feel bad for them. They, I mean, that's still well, not as bad as that one Pirates one. Oh yeah, no, that, that one's that, never gonna be topped. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously uh, Cabrian Hayes missing first base in a home run—that's just that's a good one. Chef's kiss, incredible. Oh, oh yeah, uh, last night uh, Pavetta falling off the mound during uh, during oh, warmups. <laughs> Yeah, he did that, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a good night for the Rays. And then he goes to, like, six and, well, six and two-thirds, no-hit innings. I was like, okay, all right, go off then. <laughs> that's whatever. That's whatever. But uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else interesting? Oh, last stuff to talk about. We have talked about it 
not like like pre-pod and in the middle of recording but uh game seven is it is it tonight game game yes. game seven tonight game seven we'll probably post this after game seven happened but game seven uh between the lightning and the islanders is tonight at at amali uh what amelie Amali arena Emily. Uh, Emily uh arena on in the channel side district yeah so if you're listening to this either congratulations or i'm sorry that happened <laughs> yeah this it means a little bit more because if they win, they play the Canadians in the Stanley Cup final. And Montreal course, Canadians. Yes, yes. That's the important <laughs> part of it is the Montreal part. Obviously, that means just a little bit more to race fans. So, Ooh. yeah, it's, oh you know, boy. It's sad. I don't want to have to root for the Islanders. And I honestly, I don't think I can root for the Islanders. I don't think anyone can root, especially after the fact that they had the absolute perfect send off to the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum after they won game six, which was littering it with empty cans of beer. Just yeah. honestly, that's the absolute perfect way to send off that. Also, just the cross check on Cooch that was not called. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't but, get a chance to see it. I watched like oh snippets of the game because I think I was watching the Rays game at that Obviously, time. It was completely egregious. Like some people, I don't know if they have announced what's wrong with him. I think today Cooper, I don't know if there's been an update, but Cooper was asked if he was playing tonight and they're like, I don't know. And that's our best scorer, the best scorer of the playoffs, I believe, for all of NHL. And and he just got completely cross-checked, so egregious. The ref was literally next to them and nothing happened. And I don't know if he's going to be able to play tonight. <sighs> that's, so. that's that's rough well hopefully the fans well hopefully the fans at um at uh emily can can help push and help out the boys yeah that's bolts yeah go bolts that's gonna be huge if they get to the stanley cup final i'm so so nervous i'm so nervous as a as a flyers fan myself i've always been i've always had a soft spot for the bolts because of the fact that tampa bay and me being a race fan so i've been pulling for them uh in the playoffs because the flyers suck and can't do anything so i just I'm, want it so bad and i know you can't get too picky because like we just won one but like i just want to win another one so bad they're so close and they're so good and if they, they win another one then so that, much again just think about it this way if they win another one then they deny the a, a canadian nhl team from winning the cup again and they deny the canadians from winning a cup again which is hilarious because it, it hasn't happened. They gotta get the, there first. I the mean. 90, I mean, that's true. They gotta get there first. Hopefully they can win. I'm really hoping they can win. So they, just, they have to. Yeah. So hoping the best for that. Also, I want to add something. Quick music news. Tyler the Creator's new album drop uh, at, at midnight. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh my god, it's a banger. You guys need to check it out. Call me if uh, what is it? Call me if you get lost. I think that's what the album name is. I have no idea. I haven't heard it. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it, I, I think it's call me if you get lost. Oh my goodness, it's so good. So check check it out when you get a chance. But I think I think with that being said, let's wrap up this episode. Uh, that concludes this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Thanks so much uh, for everyone for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you guys don't follow what we're doing here at Raise the Roof, our social media accounts Raise the Roof TV, our YouTube channel Raise the Roof, our email Raise the Roof TV at gmail.com. Make sure to email us if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, anything like that regarding the podcast or anything that we're doing here at Raise the Roof. And for this podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, make sure to subscribe, leave us a review you share uh, all that good stuff so from all of us thanks for listening and as always raise up raise up and go bolts baby